Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at org. Now, get ready for the word. Hello and good morning, St. Luke. What a wonderful Sunday morning it is. It's such a joy to be with you on this Sunday morning. And uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we have come for no other reason but to give him praise. We have come for no other reason but to rejoice in his name and to be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will and we shall rejoice in it. We may not all have a chance to be together, but we can virtually rejoice in the Lord together. For the Lord has been good to us. The Lord has been kind to us. The Lord has been given to us. He's even been polite to us. He's been a wheel in the middle of a wheel when we didn't have any direction. He's been a mother to the motherless and he's been gracious to us. So we should be thankful that we are gathered together even at a distance. We can still give God glory. Come on and clap your hands. Send out some stuff. Say hello. Say hi to the church. Say hello to someone that may be sitting next to you at home. But most of all, let us get ready to hear a word from the Lord and rejoice in the word. Let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We come this Sunday morning thanking you for another day's journey, for another day that wasn't promised to us. But we give you glory and we give you praise. We may not all be where we need to be, but we thank God that we're not where we used to be. Cover us with your word. God, I ask you to remove me and that you stand up in me. Speak to your people as you speak through me. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Our scripture reading today will be coming from the book of 1 Peter 2 and 9. And I will be reading to you from the Message Bible. And it reads, But you are the ones chosen by God. Chosen for the high calling of priestly work. Chosen to be a holy people. God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him. To tell others of the night and day difference he made for you. From nothing to something. From rejected to accepted. If you will join me on today as I as I try and bring this word to you that God has given to me this week. Our title will be your own God's mind. You're on God's mind. I bring you greetings from St. Luke AME Church, Garland, Texas, where I am a servant of the Lord under the awesome leadership of Pastor Amos and Jasmine St. John. This is a, a wonderful church 
And we are glad to have each and every one of you joining us here virtually here joining us with St. Luke. And we thank you for your time. We thank you for all that you're lending to us on today. If we stop, my brothers and sisters, and give thought to the moment in time in which we're in, it's important that we know exactly who we are. And it's important that we know exactly whose we are in any given circumstances. There are too many believers walking around not knowing their true identity in God. Why do you say that? It's because we still see some that are still going through the cycles of life. We still see some come to church, stop going to church. We need to continue to keep a relationship with God so that we will know our identity in him. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially, we are in the midst of a place that we've never been before. Can somebody say amen? Seeing things we've never seen before. Hearing things we've never heard before. Doing things we've never done before. Feeling things we've never felt before. From the lasting and lingering impact of COVID-19 to race relations and the political shenanigans, the injustices against black and brown people continuing to want to hold us in bondage and trying to block our voice and our vote. Somebody say, amen. We have been dealing with some things this past year that again, we've never seen before, we've never heard before, and we've never experienced before. Some of us have never experienced being without a job for a length of time. Some of us have never been in a soup line, but this year, some have been in that line because of something called COVID-19. To the financial calamities of our economy, I believe we have experienced what many can describe as a cataclysmic calamity. What is that? It's a violent, natural event, something bad or unwelcome destruction, an event that brings great change or catastrophe. We can say that we honestly have experienced such a thing. None of us knew what would hit us. None of us would is, was expecting COVID-19, but it came. So the question becomes, where is God? In all of this, where is God in all of this? Am I on God's mind? Does God still care for us in the midst of this chaos? Where is God? The answer is yes. He's right here with us. He promised us in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us in moments of crisis. We sometimes don't feel like we're on the mind of God because we don't feel as if we're in the hands of God. Sometimes we get overwhelmed and there are times that we just don't know what to do. And we wonder, even as believers, we wonder, has God forgotten about me? Is he going to come back and rescue me? Is he going to get me out of the situation that I'm in? 
And the answer is yes. But God operates in his own timing. His word says that our, his time is not our time. And so he does it as his own will. Just because it's delayed does not mean that it's denied. It's impossible to have faith that you will see it. In a time that things are uncertain, we need to have faith. God is looking to us to have extraordinary faith in extraordinary times. But what I found out during this whole year of the experiences that we all have experienced, the devil wants to see you bound and unaware and off balance. I'm going to say that again. The devil wants to see us bound, unaware of our surroundings, and wants to keep us off balance. Somebody say amen. You have to have a relationship with God in order to stay in bounds and not allow the devil to get you off of balance. Because that's what he comes to do, to steal, kill, and to destroy. We need to always have a relationship with God so that we won't experience these things that the devil throw at us. It didn't say that it wouldn't happen. But when the arrows come, we'll know how to deal with the devil. The enemy himself knows and understands that once you make a full discovery about who you are, he no longer has control. Lord have mercy. He no longer has control over you once you discover who you really are. He just wants to in inflict spiritual conflict on the believers. He constantly wants to inflict things upon us that we just don't want to deal with. But he does. And some of us don't have a relationship with God to the point where we're strong enough in the word to be able to fight against the wiles of the devil. The enemy enjoys challenging the people of God with the spirit of conflict. And often he inflicts it to keep us weak in our faith. That's what he does. He does it to keep us weak in our faith. And how many of you know, if you you are a believer in God, faith is a must. Faith is necessary. Faith, you can't leave home without it. You have to always carry around your faith. If you're a believer, there's no way you can operate in any position in the church and not have faith. You cannot wake up in the morning and not have faith. You can't drive your car down the street and not have faith. Somebody ought to say, amen. He wants to leave us weak in our faith, weak in decision making, be indecisive. But when you have a relationship with God, you're able to make some solid decisions with the help of Jesus Christ. We cannot do this thing alone. But Satan wants to sift us. He wants to keep us off bounds. He wants to keep us unaware. He don't want us to know anything about God. You have to know that you have to get in the word and know the word for yourself. The devil slips into your mind and causes area of frustration and depression. He causes weakness, low self-esteem. And we're still talking about Paul, y'all, and his message of hope because Satan comes again to sift us as wheat. 
But the devil wants to continue to keep our mind messed up and keep us frustrated with the blows of life. But I've found and I've grown and known to understand that I have a relationship with God and he helps me in my most deepest and darkest times. He will come to you if you seek him. I promise you he will take care of you. I love that song that Leandria sings about God will take care of you. And I know for a fact through experience that he will take care of you because he's taken care of me. I come to tell you that the devil is still a liar and you are still somebody and precious to God. Amen, somebody. Don't let the devil tell you that you're not anybody. Don't let him make you think that God, that Jesus is not coming back to get us one day. He's coming back to receive us back. So you have to continue to live your life and live a holy and righteous life before him. You are somebody and you are precious to God. He will do anything and go out of his way to ensure that you are all right. I'm going to say that again. God will go out of his way to make sure that you are all right. Yes, he will. He'll come to see about you. He'll make sure that you have everything that you need, but you must. It's a must that you keep a relationship with God because you can't make it without him. Just because you're going through doesn't mean you're not on the mind of God and doesn't mean that you're not in his hands. He continues to hold on to us when we hold on to him and keep him first. He will take care of us in this season. I am fully convinced that although we are experiencing turmoil this year, that God wants to show us we are on his mind. How can you say that he's showing us that we're on his mind? Because everything politically that was supposed to go wrong that didn't work in the favor of the people is happening right now. If you know God like I know God, you can see that his hand is all in it. We just got to sit back and we got to trust him. We got to take him at his word. Who would have thought that we would have a female vice president and African-American? Who would have thought that we can get Juneteenth, y'all? I'm talking about Juneteenth. Who would have known that we could have gotten that now as a national holiday? Things are changing. God's word is the same, but things are changing. And we have to be a people that's united to continue to see the changes that are being made. We are to understand who we are in him. It's important that we walk in kingdom confidence. Let me say that again. It's important that we walk in kingdom confidence. It's a movement. That's what kingdom confidence is. It's a movement of obedience. It's believing the word for what it is. It's contentment where you are. It is believing and trusting God no matter what. So when folks see you and you walking in God confidence, it's not being arrogant. It's just that I know who I am and I know who 
whose I am. And I have to display the confidence that God has put inside of me. That's what they call, oh my God, that girl is anointed. Oh, he's very anointed. It's just called kingdom confidence. And you can't let not a devil in hell take your kingdom confidence. I didn't feel so confident when I woke up this morning, but once I got off my knees and I began to pray to the almighty God, I had confidence that I can make it one more day. Tired and all, but God, I had God confidence and I had Jesus on my side. My sisters and my brothers, you must take a stand for yourself and realize you are somebody. And yes, you are on God's mind at the end of, a, of, of your day and at the end of your troubles, trials and tribulations. You are still on God's mind. It never gets too bad that you're not on his mind, that he don't think about where you are. God created us. He created everything. So he knows what bothers you. So chaos don't stop God from thinking about you. It just gives him an opportunity to show his strength and his power in your life. Just when they counted you out, then here comes God to show his power and straighten the situation out. Through heartache, you're on his mind. Through tears, you're on his mind. Through turmoil, you're on his mind. Through all of your mess ups, you're on his mind. Through the dark nights, you're on his mind. You can be in a strange season and God is still on, you are still on God's mind. No matter how strange it is. The songwriter says he's got the whole world. Don't y'all remember that song? when we were little kids and we used to sing it in the little children's choir. I used to love to sit in the choir and sing that song. And I really used to think I was singing when I was a little girl. And I always said, I'm going to be in the big kids choir when I grow up. And then when I leave the big kids choir, I'm going to go to the grown folks choir. Then that's when you think you're grown when you're 18. So I just used to do it all the time. So he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hand. It said he got the little bitty babies in his hands. He got you and me, brother, in his hands. So whenever you get your moment of discouragement, just think about what you used to sing as a little child. He, Jesus got the whole world in his hand. And it's so true. He does have the whole world in his hand. Why can you say that? Because he created it. He made the sun, he made the stars, and he made the moon. He created the sea. He created everything about the sea. He created the birds and the bees. He created every horse that was ever made. He created all the animals that's out here. He created you and he created me. That's how you know that he still got the whole world in his hands. And so his hands is what we need to be in every day. That we wake up, you can be uncomfortable and still be on God's mind. Yes, you can be uncomfortable. You cannot know what's going on. You could be sitting somewhere just as uncomfortable as you can be, but you can still be in God's hands because God causes all things to work together for the good of them that love that are called according to his purpose. I'm going to say that again. God makes all things 
worked good for you when times are hard. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you keep a relationship with him, he is the one that makes it all better. God knows how to take all of your issues and make it work for your good. I'm going to say that again. That felt pretty good. He knows how to take all your issues and make it work for your good. You are Lord have mercy. You ought to look at somebody next to you and ask them, what's your issue? Because God can make every issue work together for your good. He is God who provides for me. He is God who makes a way for me. He is God who opens a door for me. So just because of where you are now doesn't mean you're not on God's mind. You could be living in the projects and you can still be on his mind. I'm still talking about my topic today. You're on God's mind because we're talking about Peter. Peter came with a message of hope because the people wanted to see a physical Jesus and they were waiting on his return. So we have to continue to wait on Jesus's return and don't get deterred by the devil. So just because where you are don't mean that God won't come and help you. Just because of where you are doesn't define where you're going to end up going to be. You mean something to God and he's in control of everything that you go through. Yes, I said it. he's in control of everything that you go through. You might not think it. It might not feel like it. You might say again, as I said earlier, where is God in all of this? He's right there, but he is in control of everything that happens to you. In the scripture, Peter is an apostolic writer and he's very inspirational and he's offering hope. Many of us get caught up in conflict. Many of us get caught up in conflicts at home. Many of us get caught up in conflicts at church. And that has been uh, and it becomes to be inflicted upon everything that we do. You can have faith and still be disappointed. I'm going to say that again. You can have faith and still have disappointments, but you can always count on God, because as long as you keep your faith and your eyes focused on him, he will get you through any situation. So can't you just say and be honest and say, I'm a Christian. And at times I'm still disappointed. I, I'm a Christian. And at times I'm still disappointed. Everything don't always go the way that you plan for it to go or that you would like for it to go. But you can still be a Christian and be disappointed. You can still be a Christian and a believer and bad things still happen to you. Yes, it can. You can still be a Christian and still get cancer and have diabetes, but you have to take care of yourself and still trust God. Go to the doctor. That's what he got gave us doctors for. But you can still Trust God, even when your faith is tested. Peter comes to give a message of hope for those who are hurting. And it's been it's been a bad. Uh, it's bad when you uh, when what you expected don't happen. It's a bad feeling when something you expect don't come to fruition to fruition. You at your expectations of it, it became disappointing. We have to know that even in our disappointments, God is still there. Even in our disappointments, he's still there. Somebody ought to just say, amen. 
I still believe God no matter what. Come what may, I believe God. From day to day, I believe God. In the dark nights, I believe God. When it's going good, I believe God. When it's bad, I believe God. So I come to declare this Sunday morning, I'm on God's mind. And if I can keep saying that every time I wake up, it just puts a God confidence in me that I know God has me on his mind and that everything that I speak, that God will bring it to pass. Every devil has to move out of my way when I wake up in the morning and I say, God, you have me on your mind. Everything about my day, God, is making the crooked places straight. You have to have that kind of crazy faith in God to know that he can keep everything at bay. The Bible says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. The crowd here is feeling hopeless because of the current condition. Peter's goal in writing to the believer was to help them understand that just because they don't see what they expected don't mean that it was not coming to pass. That's what we do today. Just because we don't see it right away doesn't mean that it's not coming to pass. Just because it's delayed doesn't mean it's denied. And I know that to be true. I know it to be true because God has done it for me in times past. Peter was talking to the persecuted believers for the, about their faith. They were waiting on Jesus's, as I said earlier, physical return. Their heart was fixed. Their mind was made up. They stood on the word that Christ would return. Peter said, I know it's not as soon as you expected it, but stand. When all else fails, stand on the word of God. I know sometimes it get rough, but I need you to stand. I know sometimes you want to give up, but we need to continue to stand and trust and believe God. It might not always come when you want it, but God is normally always on time. I found that to be so true when I've gotten antsy about a situation and I wanted things to happen right away the way I wanted it to happen. But God said, no, mm -mm, this one is a job for me. Mia, I need you to move back out of the way and I will take care of this situation. God does not need our help. Lord have mercy. He does not need our help. He's God and he's God all alone. How do you say that and how do you know that? Because he created everything that's been created. He doesn't need our help. He is the creator. We've been looking at the world wondering, when is God going to show up in COVID-19? When is God going to show up on my job? When is God going to show up? In this relationship that seemed to be going sour. When is God going to show up in my church and make things better? When is God going to show up in my family and bring brothers and sisters back together? Heal relationships with mothers and daughters and fathers and sons. When is God going to show up in this situation? Peter is saying all is well. God is still in control. Doesn't matter what it looked like. He's still in control. Where is God in all of this? He's still in control. And I know that I know that I know 
I'm on God's mind. I remember a song, y'all, and I, anybody knows me know that I love music. I love any genre of music. And I heard a song growing up by Willie Nelson. He used to sing, you're always on my mind. And that's the way I feel every day that I wake up, even though things are not always the way that I want it to be. God has me on his mind. And I know that because I'm breathing. I'm driving on my own. I don't have any assistance getting around. I'm, I'm on his mind. I may wear some glasses. It's just to help assist me with looking at some things. But I'm on his mind. I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I don't have any major health issues. So I know that I got to be on his mind because he's keeping me in my right mind. He's giving me a portion of my health and my strength. That's why I know that he's always, that I'm always on his mind. Peter is telling us you can be rejected by man and still be used by God. Yes, you can. You can be rejected by man, but you can still be used by God because by man's standard, none of us will be standing here today. But because God is who he is, he gives us chance after chance after chance. We are the ones that mess up, but he constantly gives us a chance to get it right. So we can be rejected by man and still be used by God. That's why I know we're on God's mind and we're still in the hands of God. If I'm in the hands of God, there is no devil in hell that can keep you from where God wants you to be. If God said it, it's sure to come to pass. If he speak it, it's sure to happen. It's just a matter of time before he allows that to come to fruition. I'm getting ready to close my message here on this morning. A commercial says that I used to look at growing up. It used to say you're in good hands with all state. And if if he never gives us another blessing. You ought to tell God, thank you. If he never gives you another new car, you ought to tell him, thank you. If he never gives you another home, you ought to tell God, thank you. If he gets you out of the mess that you're in, you ought to tell God, thank you. He kept it, He kept you on his mind. And so that you ought to say, thank you. He kept you healthy. So you ought to say, thank you. He saved you from the enemy. So you ought to tell God. Thank you. Didn't lose your mind. Thank you, God. Food on my table. Thank you, God. I got a little money in my pocket. Thank you, God. We are in the hands of God. No matter how it looks, no matter how COVID makes it look, we're still in God's hand. Whatever God has planned for you, he has not changed his mind. Come on, somebody. Whatever God had planned for you, he has not changed his mind. He's not an indecisive God. He doesn't wish wash it. He don't go back and forth. God says what he says. He means what he says and he does what he says he's going to do. Whatever he spoke over you, he has not changed his mind. Everything he told you, he hadn't changed his mind. Peter reminds us we are a chosen generation. You ought to say, I am chosen. I'm on God's mind. I'm a child of God. I am somebody 
in him. I have the victory in him. I won't be defeated as long as I have Jesus on my side because I am and you are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. That just means you ain't average. You don't have to be average in God because he does nothing average. He's an extraordinary. He's a big God and he does things the way he wants to do them. You and I belong to God. As long as you belong to God, God is on your side. He's fighting for you, whether you see him or not. He is on your side. He's standing with you no matter where you are, no matter what situation you're in. He's standing right there with you. He's walking with you. Even if you're not where you want to be, God is still walking with you. I'm on his mind. You are still on God's mind. He's talking with you every day. You just have to be in position to hear his voice because he's talking to you. He's saying some things that you want you to know. He is talking with you. God will and God can. He will and God can. You're still his child. And so therefore, in my closing, I'm still on God's mind. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.